Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to Saving Lives in Slow Motion. Today, I'll be talking about supplements. Now, if you follow the series and you've been keeping up with the episode sequentially, um, and of course there's no pressure to do that, um, you'll know that this is part of a mini-series within the series which focuses on themes in my upcoming book, The Health Fix, which is out in January 2023. Now one of the things I often get asked about, and I'm sure it goes for most doctors or pharmacists or healthcare professionals, is supplementation, supplements. And it's a really tricky area because there are so many different parties involved when it comes to that particular field. So if we sort of move to one side a minute and, and focus on pharmaceuticals, drugs, medication, which are not supplements, by the way, because they need to be prescribed. Um, if you think of all the parties involved in that, you know, you've got a doctor that prescribes it, you've got a pharmacist that dispenses it, then you've got the drug company that makes the drug, and then you have drug reps or representatives that go out to the doctors and tell them how the drug works, you know, and especially with new products. There isn't really anything like that in the world of supplements, and supplements, depending on where you are in the world, are regulated or not regulated um, in very different ways. So in the United States, for example, the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, do not regulate supplements. And that's a little bit worrying because what um, a product says on the label in terms of its claims may not have any bearing to what it really does um, in your body. It's also big business. Um, it is worth billions of dollars globally uh, a year. And naturally, there's quite a lot of scepticism around supplements. So I'm going to give you my take on it um, and also my journey in terms of how I first became interested in whether supplements worked at all or whether they were just a waste of money and you take them and you basically got very expensive urine. Now, many of you will know that um, when I was practicing as a GP in the early days, so that would be you know, 2002 onwards, um, 
I became frustrated with uh, the way that we often didn't have um, answers for things in medicine. And that's just because you can't always have an answer for everything. Um, and I felt a bit disempowered uh, with this approach of try this, if it doesn't work, come back and we'll try something else, which is often what we do in general practice. There's nothing wrong with that. But it did make me wonder whether there was a better way. And when I was working in urban areas, so my first job as a GP was in Luton in Bedfordshire, and then I moved to Haringey to Tottenham um, to a practice on Green Lanes, which was probably the most vibrant place I've ever worked, actually, and, and the most diverse, certainly. I noticed two things. One was that a lot of people had symptoms, wide-ranging symptoms, but mainly of things like fatigue or aches and pains. And I started really sort of doing a, a lot of blood testing. And the first thing I noticed was that a lot of that group were deficient in vitamin D. So I became really interested in vitamin D. I started reading more and more about it, the different forms of vitamin D, which I will post in the show notes. I don't want to waste your time uh, talking about them necessarily. But it, to some extent, um, made a difference. So if people were deficient in vitamin D and you replaced it, a lot of their symptoms would improve. And some of the symptoms were random, you know, people who kept getting recurrent mouth ulcers or they were tired all the time or they were getting bone pain or, you know, other things where their asthma would suddenly flare up when it hadn't in years. And then you check their bloods and they seem to have very little vitamin D. So vitamin D itself is quite interesting because it, it's not structured the same way chemically as other vitamins. It looks much more like a hormone um, and resembles estrogen, progesterone, testosterone. And this is one of the reasons that researchers and scientists think that it has uh, such an important effect on immunity and many of you will have seen in the last two years that um, quite a lot's been written about vitamin D particularly in relation to COVID infection. So that started a ball rolling in my brain and led me to think about other vitamins and minerals. You know, what what is their role for a start? Why are they so important? Or are they not that important? Can you really just get what you need from a standard diet and, you know, just the general kind of life that we lead? And truth be told, back then, there wasn't really, and there still isn't, a particularly good source to go to to read about this kind of stuff because there were medical textbooks, then there were books on integrated medicine, and then there were biochemistry textbooks, and... What I realised is, you know, whoever you spoke to, whether it was a dietitian or a doctor or a pharmacist, they all had a slightly different view on supplementation. And a lot of it was just anecdote. It was like, oh, my, you know, my mum swears by, you know, vitamin B complex or, or whatever. And, you know, it's kept her healthy. But there wasn't really a lot of data out there. And there were some studies that I looked at, um, which, again, I will share with you in the show notes. But really, it was a, a bit hit and miss. And... Um, unless you're looking for these things or unless you're aware of them you wouldn't know what to take whether you needed any supplements or whether your diet was was healthy enough and the more I read the more I realized that there were a number of different presentations to being deficient 
in certain vitamins. And so, for example, one that has just um, sprung to my mind is something called biotin, which is vitamin B7. Now, if you're low on that, you're the kind of person that might have brittle hair and nails. Um, and then that leads you to think, well, hang on, how do you get biotin? And, and normally it's from foods such as um, broccoli, cauliflower, spinach, uh, fish, um, egg, egg yolks as well will contain them, you know. So, so you know, but then, then that leads to another question. It's like, well, hang on, I've got those in my diet. Why am I not absorbing it? So, so it's sort of the difficulty with this area is the more you look into it, the more you realise you don't know. And the other thing is the horror stories of what happens if you take too much of certain um, vitamins or supplements. And there are studies out there about vitamin A and vitamin E and antioxidants or, you know, uh, trace elements like selenium and what happens if you have too much. So again, that's quite scary. And if you add into that, that as medical doctors, we don't get much training, if any, on, on that kind of work, because we, we know these, um, you know, vi vitamins and minerals are what you might call micronutrients. So macronutrients are protein, carbohydrate, fat, you know, food that you eat. And micronutrients are often constituents of food, you know, mainly sort of fruit and vegetables, but also meat and fish that I think I used to see um, vitamins and minerals as, as like the um, cement um, in between the bricks if you're building a brick wall, whereas the bricks are actually the um, macronutrients in a way. So you kind of need both in order to build a good wall. Um, and in that sense, I think it, it was helpful for me to think of it that way. And the, the frustrating thing is that you can't really test for these things and if you're not massively well trained in it then you don't really know what you're looking for so you can you can test certain things from the blood for example vitamin d vitamin b12 which i'll come on to shortly um and and one or two other elements like magnesium zinc um but but really not many more certainly in the nhs and i guess while i'm at this point what might be useful is when should you worry that you might not be getting enough in the way of micronutrients? Well, it's tricky, but I guess brittle nails and hair is, is one. So that might uh, alert you to the fact that something's going on. Tiredness, fatigue, very vague, but again, possibly. Um, and, you know, there are some specific ones as well. So there's something called restless leg syndrome, which is linked to having low iron levels but again iron is not something you should just supplement with willy-nilly so it's it's a really tricky area we're also bombarded by so much marketing aren't we in terms of what we should be taking and what's good for us so for example omega-3 fatty acids is one that gets a lot of popularity uh, in terms of campaigns and public awareness you know and we we, we kind of know that um, um, a diet that is rich in certain things like fish so actually fish don't actually make their own omega-3 they get it from the sea from algae effectively from their diet but you can also get omega-3 from 
walnuts or flax seeds, you know, but a lot of people don't eat things like that. So again, it's a bit nebulous, isn't it? Should you just take a supplement? And when you read the benefits of why omega-3 is important, it appears to have effects on our cardiovascular system, our brain, our joints as well. There's evidence on all of this. Um, so why wouldn't you take it? And then you suddenly read an article that tells you that there's mercury in these products and that mercury is really bad for you. This is what I mean. It's a minefield. So because I want these episodes to be short and useful, um, here's my analysis. The two most important vitamins, in my humble opinion, in terms of what I see in the consulting room are vitamin D and vitamin B12. Vitamin D is important for bone health and immune function and B12 is really important for neurological function as well as having a role in forming your red blood cells along with folate. So what do you do? Well I would say if you can get most of your nutrients from your diet and vitamin D certainly actually you get by just being outdoors in the sunlight then ideally you should try to do that. Now that's difficult in this day and age there's a lot of food poverty and I understand that it's really easy to just have three very quick and easy meals um, of you know bread bread and more bread or pasta or something in the evenings and there's no judgment there at all that is the reality for many people I've done it myself um, as a student that was my diet but the key here is to pick foods that are really nutrient dense so vegetables fruits um, are packed with nutrients not as many nowadays as they were 50 years ago and that's another story just in terms of our soil and farming but if you can get some of them into you every day then you're likely to be getting some micronutrients in you could almost see it as medicinal so I have this thing where I, I have to have something green every day it's just a silly thing for me, but it means if I've done that, then I've done something to nourish myself. The other thing is if you think you're going to struggle to get that in during the day and you're honest with yourself. So I often have a problem with that myself. So I will make a smoothie in the morning and take it with me to work. And in there is a load of stuff. Every single ingredient in there is rich in nutrients. Actually making it into a smoothie breaks up some of the fibre in it, but still you get most of the nutrients and in there will be some spinach, some walnuts, some celery, some kind of yogurt, a load of berries and occasionally a banana. But it means by 10 o'clock in the morning I've kind of had quite a good hit of nutrients. Not saying you should do that but it's an easy way for me to get that in. Now vitamin D, um, as I said earlier on, is often considered as a separate entity and there are specific guidelines now from the National Institute of Health and Clinical Excellence which tells us that we should be supplementing in winter months. Most people should be depending on whether you have dark skin tones and what kind of health you're in and also your age. So that one I really support people supplementing in winter months and actually if you fall into one of the higher risk categories you should be having it all year round. I also encourage checking your B12 if you have mystery symptoms or you're very tired. It's something to discuss with your healthcare provider. And as for everything else, 
Look, it, it sounds ridiculous, but try and get the best advice that you can. So go to someone who can give you a bit more information about what you're buying, what's in it, and what it's likely to do. But only only do that if you have those symptoms. You know, if you feel that you're lacking something based on the symptoms that I mentioned earlier on, and, and of course, have a look at the show notes, um, there'll be more info there. I myself do take supplements, um, and so I, I take vitamin D, which I have done for many, many years, and I take um, some minerals. So, And this is because things like magnesium, for example, are very easy to be stolen, if you like, from our body, depending on our habits. So if you're a, a big coffee drinker or you drink alcohol regularly or you are super fit, for example, and you're sweating a lot, then you can become deplete in salts, you know, in minerals. It, it all goes back to that health loop that I talked about in previous episodes, you know, which in my lifestyle prescription episode I call the symptom web. Just check yourself. Have a look at your own physical health. What are your nails like? What What is your hair like? Has your skin changed? A lot of people ask me about bags under the eyes. What does that mean? Well, sometimes it, it means not a lot. It It's a reflection of hydration. Other times it can reflect that your liver is under stress. But, hey, no supplement's going to fix that. So a lot of this is about trying to understand your own body's processes um, and remember the small changes episode where it might be that you're actually getting too much of something that's making you not feel well. So think about removing things before adding things in. A, A special group of supplements that isn't a vitamin or mineral are probiotics and they have been shown to work um, to reduce the course of acute diarrheal illnesses and sometimes for example if you've been on a course of antibiotics which will wipe out all the good bacteria from your gut it is probably worth taking a probiotic supplement um, for a couple of weeks just to replenish the good bacteria but that again is nowadays fairly well known and in a way common sense and and I don't think that is particularly risky. So in summary it's food first, sunlight first and supplements to fill the gap. The main thing to remember is that you cannot supplement your way out of an unhealthy lifestyle. There's actually um, so much to talk about with supplements that um, I think I'm gonna post a load of links in the show notes so that you can read a bit more about them so I often get asked about things like digestive enzymes that help you digest your food and again that's a very specific type of supplement so I'll cover a little bit about that okay I hope that was useful and has given you some overview on the benefits and pitfalls of supplements it is tricky it is difficult um, and If you want to keep things simple, sometimes it's worth trying something for a month or two. If it seems to help, great. Um, And this is after, of course, you've been through that process of working out whether you need something. Try and work with someone um, who is a trusted healthcare professional, whether that be with expertise in dietetics or whether that's in nutrition or whether that's in medicine or pharmacy. And of course, there'll be 
more about this in my book, um, particularly in one of the cases that I cover, um, so you can read about it there. When it comes out in January 23, that's the health fix. Okay, I'm going to sign off now. That's been far too long for what's meant to be a short episode. I do hope you enjoyed it. Please let me know if you want me to cover any other topics or vignettes. Um, I hope you're enjoying this. As always, I am really grateful that you actually take the time to listen to this. I hope it's of added value and I'm really humbled by the, the ratings and comments that I've had. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. And I will be with you again in a week's time. Until then, do stay well and take care. Bye for now. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 